Hi there. Uh, welcome to Bible slash Christmas. Kevin, hello. Hello, John. This is our... This is our... <laughs> it doesn't have to be that formal. <laughs> hello, John. Greetings, favored John. <laughs> this is the next Bible slash Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas, Kevin. Merry Christmas, John. We are uh, recording our 16th day of Christmas. Wow. Uh, yeah. And we're almost there. Okay. Um, uh, we have, uh, what, eight more to go until Christmas Eve. So uh, we're on the 16th day of the uh, month of December. And what we want to do is actually talk about something that uh, that is actually a, a traditional Christmas hymn, mm -hmm. but we think maybe it shouldn't be. Right. I don't know. Yeah. We're kind of like, and we're, it's a mixed bag, right? Yeah. Um, what hymn do we want to talk about and why do we think that? Good. So yeah, this is about Joy to the World, uh, one of the most prolific Christmas songs that has, you know, gone around the world, especially at Christmas time, uh, written by Isaac Watts. And, um, but there's debate about whether or not it's actually a Christmas song. Yeah. By the so, way, we sang this in India. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. like, yeah, singing it for Christmas. It's, it's really, really sweet. So I think I heard that it was, um, released around Christmas time. Oh. And caught. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. it's just a thought. Um, there's, you know, the, the debate rages over if it was intended as a Christmas song. Yeah. Um, but just kind of, it's, it's helpful if, if we're studying this to kind of give some context to it. As the story goes, Watts was discontent with certain songs that were being sung, and his dad basically said, do something about it yourself. Yeah. And so he became a hymn writer, and we're still, yeah. you know... His hymns are amazing. Hymns. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So one of the things he did was paraphrase psalms in language that was, or language and melody that was um, more contemporary or things like that. So, um, Which is a good direction for anyone who wants to be a songwriter. Exactly. You need that. The church yeah. needs to be writing music. We do. Okay, psalms good. and spiritual songs. Exactly. Right? So um, one of the fruits of that was Joy to the World. And apparently he titled the hymn, not Joy to the World, but the Messiah's Coming and Kingdom. Oh. So... We In, like that. Interesting, right? <laughs> Coming and kingdom, <laughs> yeah. not the other way around. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. No, that's great. So, and then, and, right, there's debate about. Uh, Obviously, it begs the question, which coming? You know, right. like uh, this is, uh, it was based on Psalm 98, which, uh, if we need a brief lesson, was written before Jesus came. Right. <laughs> right. It was written um, way back when. It already is prophetic. Um, and, yeah. uh, Honestly, his paraphrase is, I would say, loosely based on the psalm. So yeah, it's yeah. even harder to find out what exactly he meant. Um, totally. The topic is fairly general. Obviously, you know, the coming of Christ, we know first coming, second coming. In the Old Testament, there's uh, little, if any, distinction you could recognize between first and second coming. Yeah. Jesus points things out. In the New Testament, he stops in the middle of a sentence. Mm. You know, it says, yeah. like, this is first coming, second half of this sentence, yeah. <laughs> second coming. Isaiah 61. Uh, yeah. But I think what is cool is um, to look at the tenor of the song and and to to think, you know, what is it What is it actually pointing us to? Yeah. Um, so to kind of go through the lyrics a little bit, it says, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Yep. Let earth receive her king. And it's like, okay, can we discern anything here? Uh, if this is a Christmas song or if this is something else. The debate is first coming or second coming. Yeah, yeah. So um, let earth receive her king. And in the context, this is, uh, I think, the physical earth. You right, know? Like, yeah, so, of course, yeah. So we're not talking about the world in the sense that we yeah. use it in... People. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not saying, like, society. Um, it says, let every heart prepare him room, which sounds like a play on the manger scene. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like the, totally, yeah. There's no room in the inn, but the hearts can prepare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I understood it that way as a kid. Um, and then it says, and heaven and nature sing. Right. So it's like, okay, we're talking about nature itself singing. Singing, yeah. 
And so it's tricky because first advent we have heaven singing. Yeah. Uh, glory to God yeah, in the yeah. and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. So you have like that, which could be first yeah. advent. And then you have like, well, nature actually singing. Nature? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's tricky. I feel like it gets clearer as it goes. But yeah. just uh, one person pointed out, I thought it was helpful. <laughs> According to Romans 8, is not the nature groaning? Yeah. Right? You know, like, good, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's quite singing yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, so just just to realize, groaning on key. I don't know if we recognize the nature of the the harmony here, but yeah. um, but it says second stanza, "Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns." Mm. Okay, and um, that can get into all kingdom discussions. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, all let, sorts of stuff. There. Let all or men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks and hills, rocks, hills and plains repeat the sounding joy. So again, you have nature yeah. singing. Nature singing. Um, so you're talking because about as the savior reigns over all those things. So he's the savior. Uh, you know, he's the he's the ruler over mountains and yeah, waters yeah. and all that stuff. And that's being realized. And it doesn't seem like there's uh, groaning going on. Right. So you have these cosmic points. Uh, it says, and then this is a really interesting one. I think there's a third uh, stanza. Somebody said it's not often repeated, mm. but it says. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. Mm. Okay, so that's... So you have another human nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Parallel there, yeah. And some, some interesting, you know, imagery, some really electric language with thorns. Yeah, yeah, know, and the, totally. The uh, he comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. Oh. So we're talking curse and thorns. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's read would think Genesis 3. Yeah, right? Totally. So, so we're talking about cosmic creation level cursing and in the creation narrative you have man falling yeah but then god said curse is cursed is the ground because of you right? yeah, yeah. so you have um two dimensions of this and now yeah we see our souls being restored and renewed in the knowledge of the lord and things but their outer man is even decaying yeah, yeah. and the earth is groaning and and the cosmic world has not been on you know uh the curse has not been undone yeah. in that realm. so there are there is a curse there are thorns yeah but watts is talking about a time when the Savior will come, and the curse and his blessings will flow as far as the curse is found. Yeah. So, in other words, unwinding the curse. Yeah, and okay. not just the curse of sin upon man. Yeah. But the curse infesting the ground. You know, yeah. like like the actual ground falling. So yeah. this is total renewal. Yeah. Um, Even the renewal of sorrows, right? No more yeah. sins and sorrows. Yeah. So like like sorrow is going to be gone. Yeah. Like total human joy. You yeah. know, being brought back. Mm. And then uh, the fourth stanza: He rules the world with truth and grace. Rules the world, right? Yeah, yeah. And makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Okay. So to think about Christ ruling and making the nations prove something and bringing the nations into submission yeah. is a little Psalm 2 -y, You know, like <laughs> yeah. like if I could use yeah. that word. and uh, <laughs> 2 <-y>. uh, Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. And, um, and it's like we know this is what's going to happen when he sits on his throne in Jerusalem. Yeah, you know? totally. Like Absolutely. outside of that, all the nations are arrayed against Jerusalem. We saw that yeah. in Zechariah. He comes back. He sets up his dominion there. From there outward, you know, he extends his rule. Um, so yeah, even over the this, nations yeah, at that point. Over the nations, yeah. and then and the nations. he makes them prove. Yeah, yeah. So there's like there's like forceful. authority, forceful authority yeah. of Christ on earth. Yeah. yeah, and the glories of his righteousness, even the um. The psalm itself, 98, says uh, Yahweh's coming to judge the earth. He'll judge the world with righteousness yeah. and the peoples with equity, which is language of uh, Revelation 19 yeah. with the second coming second of Christ, coming, yeah. Isaiah 11 at the second coming of Christ. You know, you're, you're in that territory. So totally. it's like 
is this a Christmas song? You know, it's like, well, <laughs> regardless of how he wanted it to land, yeah. it's here. And I think it's helpful to say we can celebrate Christmas with a reminder of this coming. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's just totally. in the same way, call back to Narnia, right? Like you have, yeah. uh, you can celebrate Aslan has come yeah. and realize spring's in the air, you yeah. know, and like winter's, totally. winter's fading. Um, and we look forward to what's being prophesied here. Yeah, so that's it's like, good, yeah. I think it's helpful. We can keep it. We can sing it. I think it's great. Yeah. But just a little fun background on yeah, that's super um, helpful. Our real hope of yeah. what's coming. So, so two questions here. So, what you're saying? I mean, obviously, singing at Christmas time is great. Yeah, you can sing, you can sing it all year yeah. long because I mean, yeah. that's an amazing song. Yeah. Song about the second coming of Christ, probably. Yeah. And then second thing, uh, yeah, we don't know Watts, right? We can't like have him in for a Bible slash Christmas. Yeah. As cool as that would be, that'd be so sweet. We probably couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> we won't do this in heaven, will we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure not. We'll be like, oh, that was a bad episode. Yeah, but that. Um, so that's that's those two things are helpful. And then I think like. Um, just, yeah, like what you were saying, like worshiping Christ because of his coming reign mm -hmm. and the reality that he will come and he will actually restore all things. Mm -hmm. He will put things to rights uh, as Aslan does. So. And, and it's cool to see it like in the context of Christmas because you have Christ in such weakness yeah. and dependence. It's like this child yeah. is going to renew the whole universe. Yeah. You know, it's like, Absolutely. praise God. The yeah. poetry of that is awesome. Yeah. So it's like, we should sing that. We should sing that at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Very cool. Well, super helpful. Thanks for walking us through that. And uh, yeah, I hope that's helpful for you as well. Hope you sing Joy to the World this year uh, with new eyes, uh, reminding yourself that Jesus really will come and he will make the nations prove uh, the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. So was he a pre-millennialist? Ooh. Tune in next time. <laughs> Just kidding. Hope that's helpful. If you have any questions on this or any other topic, you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.